guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Man, I'm so grateful for this one today. Again, we're going to be talking about going in the zone. You know, I was literally writing this out while my uh, my girlfriend was actually, um, she was listening to, uh, I'm sorry, not listening, but she was getting her vaccine. I was outside, I was writing everything down and Obviously, it took me another additional 10 days to get it down packed because I had to put a lot of other things in front of my personal development podcast because this isn't like a huge contributor right now. Um, But nonetheless, man, I'm so grateful to be back giving you guys this. And we're going to talk about getting in the zone. Flow state, right? See, there are zones of attention, okay? And we're going to talk about zones of flow, zones of effort, and especially the zones of distraction. Y'all gonna have to sit back. This is gonna be a phenomenal one, okay? Now, zones of life from this week, you are gonna be able to, like I always say, evaluate and help you understand more about where you are in terms of your progress, momentum, and your ability to crush it. I know you guys have heard, you know, heard Gary Vee a long time ago, crush it, crushing it, all that stuff. But let's just be very focused here because I feel like myself is developing in the midst of everything right now. And what I mean by that is the productivity, like the scale at which I am doing so much with the amount of time I have. You know, on days that I'm free, I probably do much less than on days that I actually have to get a lot done. You know, sometimes I would message my students late and do this late and do that late. But now with the small little productivity uh, tool, such as getting this little notepad at the top of my browser on my uh, MacBook Pro, All I have to do is just literally click on it and go to the to-do list. And then there goes my to-do list. And I put all the high priority tasks right there at the top. Things I have to get done. Okay, make linkers lesson. Okay, TOEFL ITP reading video, TOEFL IBT listening video, redo the webinar video on Canvas, descript all the webinars, uh, create the calendar for my students, contact guide for my podcast, uh, do an integrated video, do this, the big projects to keep in mind, the TOEFL IBT writing course, which I already did my feasibility studies on, the TOEFL ITP listening course. You see what I mean? That couldn't have been done without going into the zone. And that's what we're going to be doing with in the initial stage, which is zones of flow. See, there were moments probably this week in your life, and sometimes maybe 15 minutes for you, half hour, half day, where you're in that like creative block, you know, where you found that relationship or that conversation where you found yourself in a flow. I think the first time I had ever experienced this is when I was talking to another guy named Eli. This is probably at the very beginning of 2013, about eight and a half years ago. And when I was talking to him and we were talking about like development, human development, mind and everything, I didn't know anything. The only thing I knew at that time in early 2013 was the movie, The Secret. And I remember that I was so in the zone that after I left that gym, I felt like I was enlightened in so many areas and I was beyond highly productive. Very hard for me to explain the feeling, but I just knew that it existed. Now, what happened is before that something had to happen and trigger me into that zone you know now again if we look at you know something magical and or great that you potentially may have been engaged in you know um zones from the past would be getting on a two-hour call with deep not even realizing that it was a two-hour call 
very grateful for that relationship that had come and went. She was with the driving force in my 2020. Um, you know, uh, James, as a matter of fact, me and James got on a call one hour and 15 minutes went by. And I swear after getting off that call, it felt like I could tackle the world. James is one of those people where both him and I, we see a considerable amount of growth. As a matter of fact, in 40 minutes, I'm going to be getting on a call with my ex partner in crime with motivational mentors, Luke Burroughs and him and I, you know, we're, we're going to be able to, we might not have that flow, but I know what flow is and I know how it, you know, it exists and everything else, you know? So in saying that, what I'm so, what you have to think about is in that flow, you have to be willing to try something that happened ultimately probably ended up taking you out of that zone. There were moments that were leading you up to it and after it. So what you have to identify is what led you into it, what made it good, and what broke you from that state. See, identify these areas of passion and authenticate that challenge and create more of that positive engagement. See, you could put yourself in and out of states by understanding the triggers. And you could get into the zone of flow way more often than not. So then, of course, there's number two, right? And so with number two are the zones of effort. Now, in that effort, in that zone, you did real work. You hunkered down. Flow doesn't mean challenge and positivity and stuff like that. It just means like hours of effort or maybe even a half hour of, of effort where you're just trying to make something happen. So how many do you have per week, per month, per year? You know, I like I told you, I realized that uh, with myself that I actually find myself in a zone more often than I ever was because I could only set, you know, look at a couple of <laughs> couple instances where I was in a zone just creating as much and then right after I was done, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And so this is, this is that moment, but I never questioned it and said, how did I get into it and what took me out of it? Obviously at that time it was a class or me having to do something. That's what ended up obviously taking me out of the zone, but it's identifying it and being able to identify it now so I could put myself more into it during times where I'm probably very busy. So find moments where you found yourself saying, wow, I got so much done. See that magical, you know, the magical moments, the effort blocks of time, you know, you get a lot done in general. Find out what got you into that moment. And the biggest thing that you want to understand is what took you out of that, the zones of distraction. And so, again, you probably lost an hour. Maybe you were in a black hole, an hour went by, or maybe even two. You were on IG, YouTube, TikTok, okay? You know, the kids came in over here, conversations that happened, you know, you're, there was too much focus that was being lost, whatever it may be. Where did those distractions happen this week? That's going to be the big one. Because when you could, again, identify where these distractions happen, you could say, okay, for these two hours, I need to be put myself into the zone. Let me give you an example. Anytime I'm at my girlfriend's house, when I'm in that zone and I'm speaking to her, 
you uh, well not in, not speaking to her but when i'm getting things done after 20 minutes i could be in the zone and creating but then she takes me right out of it by coming out and having a conversation with me see that disrupts the flow that i could potentially be getting in you know but when she was actually sick from the vaccine on that uh what is it the day after i actually took all these notes down in regards to you know zones and whatnot i got a significant amount done and it's simply because, obviously, you know, I realize that. So coming back full circle, when you finally understand exactly where it takes, you know, where you're taken out of the zone as opposed to. Now, this is no disrespect in terms of my, you know, my girlfriend. She doesn't know, but I'm going to have to say, okay, well, I could get a lot more done if I have this allotment of time. So let me go tell her, hey, I'll be back in about an hour. I want to make sure I hit everything off. Is there anything you need right now before I go into my zone? You know, or that's why having the whole upstairs, you know, converted into my own little thing will take me out of that too. Because when I'm downstairs and outside, we end up coexisting in one specific area. And then that's what ends up you know, uh, becoming a little bit of a factor, you know, in terms of me getting taken out of my zone because she feels like she could just go outside and talk to me, which is phenomenal. But next thing you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes go by and it's hard for me to get back in the zone. You see? So again, figuring out where those distraction zones happen. Okay. What helped it? Probably having clear boundaries. What sustained it? Continuing to do the same thing over and over. Now, obviously, what got me out of that distraction zone was just me, her leaving and me trying to get back in the zone. But by that time, it's too late. I guess you could say another really, really good distraction zone of mine was, you know, a Netflix series just last week. Squid Game, best series ever, right? And I was so unbelievably, you know, I was like, dude, this series is so good. But because I had such a great day the day before, I was like, you know what? I got a few hours to four hours. It's raining outside. It's very hot today. I'm just going to, you know, take this day to just, you know, be my off day, right? I just have to accept it and say, you know what? Let me just let this day go. Let it be my off day and I'll just go from there. You know, because sometimes we fight it too much and sometimes we have to nurture that lazy side too. Sometimes we just have to have those clear boundaries and distractions or, what you know, whatever it is out there and say, you know what? I just need to get away from everything right now. I haven't had that day in a very long time, probably since, you know, what is it, the transformation coach and the whole fallout with her and a couple of other coaches who I, were t I was talking to at the time. But, um, you know, right when I got out of that and I was able to say, okay, all right, I'm just going to hurry up and get out of this, um, you know, I'm going to get out of technology for the time being. It always had to do with somebody too. That's the only time that I wanted to just purge myself of all technology, having to do with somebody or being just too invested into on-screen time during like a busy day where I'm just like, you know what? I just feel like I'm just on my phone waiting for notifications and nothing's really happening. That's because I would just let the reactions of the world control me rather than looking at a to-do list, which I now have on my MacBook and I'm able to get into that zone more frequently, right? So again, you know, um, you know, looking at, <laughs> because our, Listen, to be honest with you, you know, if we look at Silicon Valley, we look at Facebook and all those punks and those fucking assholes, they are the big bad guys that are distracting us and it's our attention that they want, right? And so does discouragement, that's another one, does that saturate you? You know, asking yourself, uh, maybe tomorrow or maybe I'll just give it up or I'm not earning it, I'm not capable, 
I'm not like those people. You know, me, I would always say I'm not like those white teachers. You know, white teachers will always get a job over me. White teachers will always get a job over me. It was something that I had created. It ended up becoming my personality until I did the inner work with the transformation coach last year to finally alleviate all that and realizing, holy shit, I can create my own economy, which I've now done. But back then it was me constantly trying to identify, man, what is it? What is it? What's going on? You know, why do I keep saying this? I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I was always just sucked in and saturated in that that victimhood sauce, okay? So now that I'm able to identify those patterns of the past and see what I'm doing in present day, how come it doesn't happen anymore? I had to do all that subconscious work. So sometimes discouragement was my thing and saying, oh, well, you know, I'm not getting the podcast numbers. I'm not getting this. People aren't viewing my videos. But then I look at my blog today at like 2 p.m. and it's at 400 views, which is like, I think, fourth all time. I don't know where it's going to be for, you know, from here on out. But, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, that gives me that that's external encouragement. But I need to make sure I sustain that internal encouragement, too. Right. So, again, maybe it might be you comparing yourself to other people. And after that, you look, you, you could look at yourself, you know, you say things about yourself. You say bad things about yourself. Make yourself feel bad, right? You get distracted. Break yourself out of that flow, right? You know, you know, triggering events, the thoughts, the emotions, the feelings. That's what happens, you know? I think the greatest time I ever have been in flow, obviously, you know, right around the same time I was talking to Eli, but Jack 3D Micro. You guys never heard of this. They don't add that same thing that is uh, very equivalent to, I think, the drug meth. Oh, my God. Eight years ago, I remember I took this. It was a powdery drink. It's a pre-workout, right? So I took it. The next thing you know, I'm over here listening to the soundtrack of Bad Boys pumping like I've never pumped before on a cycling bike. And after that, I ran over and I did the most excruciating workout ever. But afterwards, it was like I felt like very sick for about three hours. And then finally... You know, it went away, but that next morning I woke up and I've never been that sore before in my life. It's because that specific thing put me in such a flow that I was, I killed it on a level, but obviously I never took it again because I was like, okay, that's just a little too much. But, um, and I don't take pre-workouts anymore. I think it's been like three years since I've, no, about two years since the beginning of COVID because I said, oh, I'm going to have to cut trim costs. Okay, this one's about 900 by, uh, and it doesn't even really work. Nah, I'm good. I'm not going to take this anymore. You know, um, but nonetheless, if I look at it and looking at, okay, patterns of the past, looking at the discouragement, how I've been taken out of flow, how did I maintain flow and how do I get out and break the cycle of, you know, distraction? That's a huge one. So here we go. Create some zones of awesome today. Okay. In your next hour, figure out, finish a big deadline. Me, I wanted to finish four writing tasks with my students. I did. You know, I created those lessons. I already told you exactly what I did at the very, very beginning. I'm like, okay, I need to get this done. Okay, what are the things that I can, I need to get done in the next hour? I hurry up and get that out, you know? Uh, you know, just over the last 20 minutes, I just got another response in, uh, in regards to a student who's living out there in, I believe, California. And she's like, hey, you know, uh, I need some, you know, she sent the essay. And I'm like, okay, so that, I wouldn't say that's a super top priority, but that is a 24-hour priority. So I'm going to have to get that done either today or tomorrow. So these are things that you can do. So guys, figure this out. Listen to it, journal it, figure out where it's going wrong. And when you start realizing flows, 
and how to get in it often by creating clear boundaries, your life will be far more efficient and productive. I'm your host as always, over and out.